Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. Despite last uh, issue being 150, we are still stuck with the same lineup. <laughs> First of all, the uh, keeper of the inner sanctum, the numbers guy, the contrarian, and sometimes the ruinator, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Uh, it's a tired Sunday. I'm... This is we used up all the energy on on yeah, Friday fr- fresh fr- Friday fresh fresh Friday yeah it uh, it is a low energy day burnt today. out so yeah burnt out Sunday burnt out Sunday speaking of burnouts the man who's always wrong and with the hole in his collection although not with some the pictures guy the clown prince of collecting and the dirty old gate Brian needs or Brian needs one yeah Brian needs one still needs some. We fill all the Supergirl holes. Oh, we're not even going to get started on that. Holy cow. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there, but you threw it out. And I had to, because uh, Brandon's here. Push the red, lads. Push the red. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because I am, of course, the uh, world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. My name is Lance, and uh, I can't push the red. It'll blow him. And welcome to another issue. <laughs> Brian, don't put too much effort into this, but do you have uh, do you have news? I do. I do. Star Wars Celebration happened. That's right, it did. And uh, and some exciting things came out of Star Wars Celebration. The one thing I did saw is the studio that does Wallace and Gromit is doing one of the uh, Star visions? Wars. The Visions. Yes. I, I'm really curious to see that now. Wallace and Gromit as Jedis. Actually, the one I saw was uh, Han and Chewie. Oh, that'll be fun. Chewie looked like a cute, like dog. It'll be interesting if they use the uh, the existing, the big characters, you know, because the other one didn't at all. No, no, it was all original. It was pretty yeah. much all original. Yeah, uh, and very good. Uh, so we got to see, uh, a bit more of some of these, uh, television shows that they're, they're coming out with the Acolyte, uh, Andor, the second season, and then, um, Skeleton Crew. Uh, Andor is going to end, the the show is going to end with him walking up to the ship that he gets on in Rogue One. So it'll end with the beginning scene of Rogue One. So hopefully he gets K2SO and all this other stuff. It's gotta happen in this. it's It's gotta happen here. Uh, you know, the acolyte takes place at the end of the High Republic. I'm a little more excited that they're they're going to dip into a whole new era of uh, Star Wars, where they really haven't. They've got novels and they've got comic books, um, but they've they've not. Have they? Yeah, really. Have they ever done anything with the Jedi at the kind of the height of their power no. or anything like that? Well, yeah, they got the comic books. They got the the novels. The High Republic, right? Uh, which is at the height of the Jedi's, but this will be the first um, kind of live action. And I'm, I'm, uh, you know what? I mean, it's centuries before all the yeah. So is it going to be? Is it going to be one of those where, um, like they ran into with Enterprise? Uh, where since the the uh, the original series had been made in the '60s, obviously technology had advanced greatly before the '90s, um, and so they had to then look back and try to make the show a hundred years before the original series yeah. would look more uh, dated. 
than the original series. And they struggle with that. Are they going to do the same thing? Or are they going to do the... It'll be like... Uh, what was it? Star Trek Discovery, where the technology is so much greater than what the original show ever showed. You know what? If sense. they do a Strange New Worlds job on it, where it's... Okay, we're going to take the stuff that was done in the 70s, and we're going to take that aesthetic and still and have that aesthetic there, but, you know, kind of modernize it a little bit. I think you could get away with it. Sure, but you've got, you know... Are we going to talk that the the uh, lightsaber hasn't changed in centuries? The design hasn't changed in centuries, or is there going to be uh, maybe we'll more get the primitive or, the origin of the lightsaber? Yeah, aren't uh, they supposed to be doing something about the origin of the Force and everything? Is that the other? We're talking about something twenty five thousand years fucking ago. Fucking knows with those people. Those It'll probably be chock idiots. full of midichlorians. It will. Piss the, me off. They're going to fall uh, in the pool of midichlorians, and they did announce the movies. So there is going to be a movie set during the High Republic. Uh, there's a um, the Dave Filoni movie that's going to wrap up. It's basically going to be the end of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Boba Fett in a movie. Um, and then they're bringing fucking Rey back so that she could do what Luke Skywalker was supposed to be doing, which is rebuilding the Jedi Order. I think it's 15 years after... Um, Crap. The last I mean, fucking yeah, I mean, movie ended that I never watched. I never watched that one either. Because it was so. just shit. Just fucking shit. Dude, how do you know it's shit if you never watched because, it? Because you know what? I know... See, I said it, I can say it's shit. Well, then I don't have to. Yes. I can rely on you your don't experience. Tr- you know what I realized about the problem with Star Wars is that um, if it doesn't have the old stuff in it that we want to see, we'll bitch about it. We want to see uh, Ahsoka. We want to see... Chopper. We want to see. We want to see these characters. We don't want to see new stuff because it's not done as it's, well. It's this dude. It's but the same with any, any geeks. Stuff. It's the same with any geek stuff whatsoever. We don't want to see a female Captain Marvel. We don't want to see. You know what? I didn't have a problem with all of that. You know, it's just it's you you the, everything that you're passionate about hits you at a certain time. You like it a certain way. <coughs> and if they deviate, and if they deviate from that, then it's shit. Yeah. Uh, Clone Wars took forever to get into, but then once I got into it, it was the best Star Wars around. Mandalorian's been great. The, you know, I mean, so that there is, but the, but it's fun when they bring in the, the stuff that you want to see. The uh, the little tie-ins. The uh, fucking with Zeb walking into yeah. the bar, the canteen. Oh my god! Uh, that's what you want to see. And we're just not Cad happy Bane. with... Who? Cad Bane. Cad Bane, Live yeah. action Cad Bane. Live action Cad Bane. That was fucking awesome. But we don't want to see Billy Bounty Hunter because we don't fucking care I about I don't know him. who Billy Bounty yeah, Hunter there, is. Yeah, there you go. I didn't and grow so, up with you know Billy what? Bounty Hunter. What I the didn't fuck? grow up with Billy Bounty Hunter. Fucking keep him. But uh, this whole thing with Ray just chaps my ass. You know, even Mark Hamill was like... Really? Yeah. That's... Yeah. He was like, she didn't go to Dagobah. Yeah. She didn't... How does she know how to do that stuff? She didn't go to Dagobah. Even been he, taught by nobody. Yeah, no. she was not trained. She was just she's fucking Mary Sue. They're putting Mary Sue, and I don't even want to see her. Fuck her. Wow. So you said you have other big news. Yes, enough with do, the do, Star Wars. Do you have stuff we can actually put on the air? We can put in print. 
Yes, you know what we, uh, you know, every once in a while we have a big passing that affects us uh, as geeks, uh, and we had one this week. And uh, Al Jaffe. Oh, from gosh, Mad I, Magazine. Oh God, I almost, I'm, I almost forgot. Yeah, hundred two year old Al Jaffe. Hundred two year old Al Jaffe, uh, the father of the folding. And then how many? Un- how uh, many? If you unfold them, and then you say something. Else. Yeah. How many? Uh, <laughs> you should fold them up in mint condition. Um, Mad. Mad magazines are not mint condition because yeah, yeah. somebody did the fold. You had to do the folding. You and had you to. Never, and you could never get it. Ex- you could never fake it. You could never like, yes. get it exactly right. And you could never picture it. Like if you tried to just put your hand over the middle part so that you could see yeah. the oh, both no, sides. You cut a piece of paper and you put it right in there, and you could read it and see it. You're the pictures guy. He's not supposed to be able to do this. Uh, oh, no, I did, I did do that. That's, I didn't want to wreck my magazines. Cut cut a value stamp out of Hulk 181. I'm good, I'll go with that, but bend a man magazine? Oh, I no bent them. Fuck them. Um, yeah, there's I always no... bent the ones at the, the barbershop. Oh, nice. You're the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> Ruined it for me. I picked it up and fold right down. I knew what it was. Uh, yeah, so Al Jaffe. How passing. much of a genius was that guy that he could he could think in like almost... Four dimensions, like, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. he had yeah. to construct the original picture, and then he put filling in and have it make sense. What, and read, then all the other two ways. he did with Mad Magazine. The, oh, the the snappy answers for stupid yeah. questions, love those. Mm-hmm. And his uh, the inventions and shit he used to draw. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Al Jaffe, uh, God love you. Thank you for being here. All right, so for this week's edition of the World Famous, and I have the data to prove it, Three Old Geeks Top 3 list, gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the timer, this one's going to be wacky. What are your top three, in, 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 uh, in reference to our, uh, our bad movie this week, what are your top three favorite stories centered around a body part? And Brian, let's try to keep this at least rated R. And go! Okay, so my first one. Yeah. I had to go with the Jessica Alba vehicle, Idle Hands. Which, for those of us who are Jessica Alba fans, well, that's when I became a Jessica Alba fan. Enlighten me. What is uh, Idle Hands? And how does Idle's hands are the devil's work. It's the devil's hands. It's the same kind of premise as the crawling hand. But one hand gets... uh, What's the word? Uh, Severed? No, like yeah, it gets replaced. Corrupted? Replaced. Oh, a guy gets yeah. a hand replaced, and it's an evil transplanted. Uh, They've yes, never done that before. But it's an evil uh, serial killer's hand, and uh, so it makes him do evil things because hands have a mind of their own. They do. Well, they... some of them do. Sometimes yeah. on that, Saturday that, night. That's what you say. <laughs> I thought it was Friday <laughs> night for you. Me. It was me. Damn hand! Stop him! Hands! You're always getting me into trouble. Wow. Okay, that's a interesting way to go. Um, my... You didn't think I was going to pick any that were? Oh, but wait. There's two more. There's oh, two more that I'm racing for here. My my third one is a movie we watched, uh, and as weird as fucking was, it's still a body part. I'm going to go with Butt Boy. I completely forgot about Butt Boy. I have not. I have actually uh, have recommended that film to, to to a number of people. Are they assholes? 
<laughs> we haven't had a contentious laugh at one of Keith's dad jokes. I know. I had to. I, wow. I told you I'm low energy. Dude, I completely today. forgot about that. How could you feel uh, about Butt Boy? Boy is fucking great. Yes. That was a great little film. So, uh, there was a lot of stupid to it. Oh, the, but, but enjoyable wait. stupid. <laughs> yeah. But but the stupid was not revolved around the butt. It was not. That was not the stupid part of the film. It was you know like the dropped the whole dropped. She's having an affair storyline where she's. Talking on the phone, you could hear laugh, ah, 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 and then and then all of a sudden she's not. Laughs just like you do. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah. So that's my number three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great little film. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off with and and uh, two of mine involve heads, but uh, <laughs> not your kind of head. Oh. Um. <laughs> no, the first one is the only movie that Sam Peckinpah ever said. Truly came out in his vision. The, the studio never touched. It was an independent film. And it is Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. Which is ah. kind of a modern western. Uh, a um, Mexican, like a cartel leader. His fiance gets knocked up by a guy. This guy, Alfredo Garcia, he puts a million dollar bounty. Somebody's bringing me his head. And Warren Oates is kind of like this um, broken down, like, oh, you know, guy. Like an ex-army guy. And... Uh, it's, you know, typical Sam Peckinpah shootouts with slow motion blood and stuff like that. And uh, it's been a long... I actually saw this and I was like, you know what? It's been like 10 years since I watched it. I remember it being like... And it was one of those polarizing films like at the time when it came out. Like all these critics were saying, it's horrible. It's the worst piece of crap ever. And then like Roger Ebert was like, no, 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 no. I get what he's doing here. So it was... Uh, it's kind of a... It's an interesting one. But yes, it involves a severed head. Never seen it, but I okay. Uh, number two for me. Yes. I believe it was 1977. Um, Star Wars? No, uh, it was um, the uh, uh, the Eyes of Laura Mars. I don't know if you ever saw Son that. I've heard of that. Son of a bitch. Yes, I had that on my list. Oh, did you? Yes. Ah, okay, and it was 78. I'm sorry. I, I, it was stuck in my head, 78. Uh, written by John Carpenter. That was yeah. his first uh, major film. After Dark Star. Uh, Faye Dunaway. Uh, she's a fashion photographer who takes these... Helmut Newton actually took the, the photographs. So that'll let you know if you're a Helmut Newton fan. Uh, all of his involved... Not all of them, but uh, he liked to dip into kind of bondage and that whole uh, genre. Genre. But uh, very erotic... And then she starts seeing through the eyes of a serial killer who sets up his kills and and the style of her photographs. Um, okay, that's right, because this is a Carpenter film. I've heard that's yeah, where it's I've a really heard this good before. movie. Yeah. yeah, it's it's actually just a phenomenal uh, movie, especially the scenes where she's seeing the killings. Um, and they're all people she knows. So Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's uh it's it's a great little thriller. Tommy Lee Jones, great little cast. Uh, but Faye Dunaway does an amazing job in it. So, uh, that's my number two. Okay. Uh, number two change, but... Okay, um... I'm gonna go with, uh... What are you snickering about? I just was wondering... Okay. If Whiny Bitch was gonna be your next one. Oh, no, no. Wow! No. The crime story's not it. <laughs> Could be. Um, 
just because of, I mean, the mythology, uh, the fact that Odin rips out his eyes uh, to get the what? Well, drink from the world. Now's the world, infinite yeah, knowledge? Yeah. It's, it's always, I mean, it's a shorter story. It's him in Mimur, and uh, he trades his eye for knowledge because he's always seeking knowledge. What did they do with his eye? I don't remember. I know he throws it in the well. Now, like, did Kirby ever show Odin as one-eyed? Uh, I thought they did that. Or is that more like Simonson or whatever? That's later. I thought they. I thought they did do it at one point. But most of them, no. Most of Kirby drew him with both eyes. Yeah, now that you mention it. I thought they had it in one of Tales of Asgard things before. And then um, there was some. There was a fantasy, a modern fantasy, where like the Eye of Odin was like. Like a relic or something, like you know, everybody was fighting the. God, which one was that? Uh, I don't know. I've not. Maybe seen that was it. the one I was writing in my head. Well, it's a good one. You should go. <laughs> but now, write that, now, like, write one of these four people listen to us who can steal from you. Yeah, go ahead. You put that out there. Yeah. He so, threw them with both eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Uh, my number two is the 1962. Yeah, the call of the classic would be, kind of be generous. Um, the uh, sci-fi horror, uh, the brain that would not die. Oh, I thought he was going to go with Hitler's brain. That's that was a close runner-up. Uh, the that brain that would not die was uh, a scientist gets into a car accident with his girlfriend. Um, her head gets severed. And he like it like happens like right up his driveway. He runs back into his lab, puts her head in a pan, and like keeps her just her head alive. And then he spends the rest of the time like looking for the appropriate body so he can stick her head on a you know sexy dame. Sure he's, he's going to like strip clubs and stuff like that to like try to find a, a sexy body to put his girlfriend's head on and stuff like that. Of course, she develops like mental powers or whatever, and he's got a he's got a monster. He's doing all these crazy experiments he's got a monster in the the cell next door and he ends up controlling the monster and killing him or whatever and uh it's famous because it was on mystery science theater and it became like a, a running gag of jan it's jan in the pan <laughs> and they, they actually had a little skit where they had her she's like oh you know <clears throat> typical like soccer mom now like oh no I, i've gotten past the fact that i don't have a body and you know very cute segment and stuff like that so jan in the pan jan, jan in the, the pan. pan okay so I am gonna lance. Oh my god! My uh, number one. I wasn't going to, but then I thought, and now I am gonna say that it is. It is. It'll fit. I didn't think it. I didn't know it was one of those. I didn't know if it'll fit, and I didn't know. I didn't want to throw it out there and have you guys go, "Oh, you're a fucking asshole, Pierce. Uh, I fucking hate you," uh, <laughs> like you guys always do when the mics are off. <laughs> we only say that when we're not recording, Brian. Yeah, that's yeah, what exactly, I mean. When yeah. the mics are off, that's what I hear. Well, you turn oh, you're up stupid. Dead. You're stupid. Fucking idiot. Why do we let you do this? Go sweep. But anyway. You can barely walk. I don't know how you sweep it. Uh, it is the, uh, the first is the Twilight Zone with the beauty where they keep taking the band and she's, looks, she's gorgeous. And it's Ellie Mae. I can't. I, I can't forget the. Forgive me. I cannot remember that actress's name, but it's Ellie Mae from the, the oh. Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, and then she and ah, uh, and then they're all ugly, and sometimes it just doesn't take. And she keeps trying to get the ugly operation, and it won't take. But you don't see that, and that's fucking great. 
Uh, it was a great episode. I wish I remembered the title. I think it's like The Price of Beauty or something like that. Uh, and then the other, because I wasn't sure that you guys would accept that one, I had to go with the... Uh, so, Eyes of Laura Mars was 1978, but in 1977, the film Chatterbox came out about the gossiping gash. Uh, the lady's vagina can talk. Much more than talk. <laughs> And then, uh, then it it sings and it has a beautiful voice, and well, so she goes she, on tour. She goes on tour with her vagina. Well, you would have to. This uh, is a real movie. Yes. Oh, oh this yeah. is an honest to god movie. Honest to god movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the one I'd say, Brian, you're the, the go sweet. <laughs> it's actually a good movie. It's actually yes. It's actually a it's, good movie. It's no teeth, but yeah. Yeah. It's oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Everybody's go with avoiding teeth. teeth. I Everybody's didn't go with teeth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chatterbox. No, it's a it's it's actually it's a, a funny. It's little a movie? funny little movie where the I lady's mean, vagina nah, talks. Is there any nudity in it? Uh, not much nudity event. No, in there's it. not a lot of nudity yeah. in it at all. But the funny thing is, is they show you from a POV shot from, from inside. From the, the, the oh, yeah, God. so you're inside looking <laughs> out, and yeah. you see the hair. <laughs> it's it's funny as shit. But uh, and it sings and she gets famous. And I watched this during watching the seventies movies. This but was it, my, one of my nineteen seventy seven movies I watched. Yeah, it puts down all her lovers. It so yeah, it, it rates the their performances. Yeah, and and, and vocal vocally yes. lets them know. Yes, so it's a cute little movie. So Chatterbox, Chatterbox, and uh, a brilliant Twilight song. Uh, wow, I don't know how I follow that up. I I, I go and go with something. That that people have heard of. Uh, <laughs> you obviously heard of that one. I didn't. Uh, yeah, like you said, I didn't hear of it until we did our seventies movies reviews, and I went watch like ten or twelve movies from every decade and year. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, really simple story of murder and you know, telltale heart. Oh, telltale. How do you beat that? It's a you classic don't, story. You don't, and and it, that's it, it, it's probably way too deep for me. But when we, it's way too deep for this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I might. You know, yes, I should. <laughs> I knew I should have went with teeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it, it, it just yeah. It's Can just you quote us a, any of that? Can I? Quote? It, it's not like our never. It doesn't have a nevermore yeah, line. Yeah. In it. Quote the Raven. Never. Never mind. See, I told you it was too deep for this podcast. Yeah. Police come and he hears the heartbeat and yeah. he confesses. He just like tears up, they have to tear up the thing, and find the body. Because it always, yeah, it always wakes him up. I, that um, Bernie Wrightson illustrated that for Erie, mm-hmm. uh, and it was f- fucking amazing. I mean, just fucking amazing. All right. Well, What's before Brandon one? opens his trap, I'm going to do mine, uh, and that is the 1960. Well, calling it a classic would probably be strong. Um, Sci-fi horror movie, because you can include any part of the body, and this involves the pineal gland. I am, of course, talking about Leech Woman, in which an aging... uh, An endocrinologist goes to Africa to seek the the secret of youth, uh, finds an African tribe that... uh, Drains the pineal gland juice from men, mixes it with their herbs, and it transforms women into young, old women into young women, 
the uh, his wife becomes addicted to it and starts killing people. And uh, at the end, she like can't drink enough pineal juice, and she turns into a really old woman and jumps out of the window, and it's really good. I thought for sure you were with when no fan has gone before. Which one is no? Futurama with all the Star Trek heads? I've I've sung its praises far I enough. I Brandon, would... what would you like to say? Yes. Oh, I was just gonna say a quotable line from Telltale Heart is boom boom boom. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, ha, 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 that's ha, my son. Ha, ha, ha. That's yeah, my son. Yeah. Now I know why Tiger's eat their young. Uh, there, there's so many things with the heads. A uh, uh, man with two brains. We're trying to find a, a body for his. It's, it's basically. The, <laughs> but, um, but, but, um, that was funny. What's so funny? <laughs> you weren't even listening. Um, <laughs> the thing with two heads. That's coming. Oh. That, that's a That's a great fun movie. Uh, what else I had written down here? Um, Not according to our list. Oh, one of my favorite stories. I guess it qualified. I, I wasn't sure what you guessed. Uh, from Night Gallery, the Caterpillars uh, ish episode, whatever. It's with, with the earwig that crawls in the guy's head. Guy, guy's in love with his boss's wife. Wants to get rid of his boss. I don't remember how, but the guy he hires to... Put an earwig in him so it, it, it'll go and... Eat his brain or eat whatever? his brain, yeah. Accidentally puts it in his bed, and he the earwig crawls in, and he's suffering and suffering and suffering, and it somehow misses his brain. Must have been small. Comes out the other side. And he's like, oh, this is the most excruciating pain ever. And then uh, the doctor goes, yeah, well, there's there's bad news. It was it female and laid eggs. And it's just such a fucking freaky. So it, it does have to do with the brain and the head. I, I wasn't sure if it would qualify for that, but that that's still one of my the creepiest things. Yeah, I remember, you. I remember when I was watching, I slept with pillows around my ears <laughs> when I slept because it was just so fucking. All right, that was our top three stories that involve body parts. That was a wacky one. Let us know what yours are. <laughs> that's a wacky one. It's a wacky one. All right, well, the podcast is about to get a lot worse because we have finally cracked the top ten of Tubi's list of the worst movies ever. And uh, I'm curious about this one because, Brian, you have stated this a couple of times before that you thought the entire concept of this film was shitty. And that is uh, 1963's The Crawling Hand, directed by Herbert L. Strock, written by William Idelson and Strock, and starring Peter Breck. Kent Taylor, uh, Bud Lauren, or I'm sorry, Rod Lauren, I can't read my own handwriting, and Alan Hale Jr., little buddy. The Skipper. The Skipper. All the stuff I've ever seen him not being the Skipper, he's always a sheriff. He likes wearing hats. Maybe he does. He he has that sheriffy feel to him. More than a skippery feel, actually. He could be a boss hog type of he was uh, the sheriff in Giant Spider Invasion as well. But anywho, uh, yes, yeah, so you have uh, a uh, astronaut. Uh, push the red. Push the red push button. Push the red. He's coming back from a mission after being lost for nine hours. He was actually on the moon. He gets, he's coming back after being lost for nine, uh, nine hours. He's mad. He's been driven mad by something in space. Well, they ran out of air. Well, yeah. I'd like that countdown for the no (laughs) air. No air. 
Well, anyways, they self-destruct the space capsule. His arm ends up on the beach. Yeah. And uh, begins crawling around and murdering. Actually, and infecting. infecting. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. They, they, the first person is the landlady. He in the arm kills her. But then that's she, the only person who dies. Yeah, and then but he, then he gets, chokes out the hipster kid. Right, but he lives. But he lives. But he's like infected with the madness. He goes, or whatever. Yeah, he gets. Uh, he goes back and forth. With the really, really awful James Dean impression through the whole thing. <laughs> Just get out of the house! Get her out! Get her out! <laughs> I'm glad somebody else noticed that too, because th- that's all I can think of. Boy, this guy watched Rebel oh, Without a Cause a couple Jesus of times. Christ. Um, and do you want to give that little bit of trivia? Keith? No, you can. It's no, you can. It's you can. It's all on you. You can. You, you, Go ahead. You, you, you're BTS boy. Uh, oh. Ooh. Uh, that was the part that Burt Reynolds had tried out for twice, and they felt he was too wooden. and Too uh, stiff and wooden. Too yeah. stiff. Yeah. No. Not stiff in a good way. No. Not stiff in a Burt Reynolds way. Not stiff in a Brian way. That's a, <laughs> that's a man who loves women. It's yes. Funny. Yes. Uh, so this guy got the role instead of uh, Burt. Burt. bullet there. Yeah. You know what he, he did? He really did, except that there's some other really cool stuff in there that uh, I don't think people are looking at. Uh, but uh, let's just stick with the uh, the fucking, what's his name, James Dean impression, which was horrid. Oh, Jesus Christ. Emote. Emote. <laughs> the two clowns from NASA, or the space agency. The Doc and... The yeah, Doc and this yeah, other yeah, cat. Yeah. What a... Bunch of fuck. I, I, I like never came across like two characters in a movie where I was like, I don't believe for one second you are a fucking scientist from NASA. B, you are competent on every any level whatsoever. Yeah. And, and C, like, why would why would the top brass send you two clowns to go investigate this big fucking scientific mystery or whatever? Just totally miscast. Totally like, okay, well we, we can afford these guys or whatever. The fucking one scientist, like during the 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 oxygen countdown. His, in, in the 19, or I'm sorry, the early 60s, he's got his shirt open like he's fucking John Travolta in fucking Saturday Night Live. I mean, I can understand, like, the, the necktie kind of loosen and pull the side because you're nervous or something. This was totally, like, I was like, what? Was this guy in a porno or something like that? What the fuck? <laughs> Chilling. He can't do anything about it, so he's just relaxing. It, it, it just... I mean, there's good, there's good bad sci-fi. This was not good, but this was just, I this was a slog to get. You an old meter to pick up the alien traces, and they sneak into the fucking funeral home. Oh god! <laughs> oh, she looks fantastic. She's like, yeah, they're they're, they're like fucking, they're fucking bamboozling the fucking funeral director or whatever. Oh, there's uh, radiation on this corpse or whatever. What the fuck? Um, yeah, and and he's he's sneaking it. Uh, that was funny. That was funny how he was <laughs> okay. leading Brian, I am not going to steal your thunder. However, there was a funnier part of the film. What? Alright, fine. You can't remember it. The fucking oh. two fucking clowns. They send the two the two uh, uh, guys from oh, the, 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 the funeral home or yeah. the fucking coroner's office or whatever to pick up the dead body. Hey, I wonder if she's got any cold beer in the fridge. She isn't going to drink it. Yeah. Aren't <laughs> you like a, a tall, frosty, cold you beer? You can talk an Eskimo into ice cubes, Bob. 
that was the weirdest fucking shit. Like, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> they kept doing it through the whole thing. That was horrible. But, uh, no, the uh, the actual funeral home that they had Mrs. Hotchkiss was the funeral home for Bella Lugosi. Oh, shit, you mean, like, for, for, for real funeral home? For Holy real. shit. Yeah, that was the actual mortuary that uh, for oh, Bella wow. Lugosi. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just a little homage, because he was still alive at that point, wasn't he? Or was he already 63? dead? 63? Uh, Bela? I don't think Plan 9 came out before that, so I think he would be Bela's by gone then. already, yeah. Oh, well, maybe he saw it. Went, oh, that looks like a good place to be buried. <laughs> Ed Wood probably saw it. <laughs> hey, he died in 56. Yeah. So, yes, he was long dead. So that probably was an influence. And Keith, you're not saying much as usual. I have to goad you into what this. What am I supposed to say? Like, all of, come on, give me the really juicy behind the scenes. Oh, did this play overseas? Oh, look at you. Yes, and there was a nude scene filmed uh, overseas by, uh, what's her, Siri? So, Siri Stefan? Siri Stefan? Stefan, yeah. Yes, Siri Stefan, who claimed to fame, the big claim to fame, was that she was the Drysdale's, or Drysdale? Uh, no, what who the, in uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah, Drysdale. Yeah, Drysdale's. She was their maid. Oh, Mr. Drysdale's maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Drysdale? <laughs> yeah, uh, he was the maid. Uh, she was the maid. But yeah, they did. They filmed a nude scene for the European release. Though it has never surfaced. Yeah, so it was just filmed for the director. So we, yes. we need to get this play over there. Just pop Except that if you look at the European um, poster yeah. versus the American poster, yeah. there is a picture on the American poster of her that's not in the movie. Oh. Where she's doing the changing of the swimsuit. Yeah. But she's full naked. It's, it's her back. And she's looking over her shoulder. So uh, could that have actually... No. I don't know either. Uh, come on, Dr. Dirt. Find uh, it. Well, yes. you know what I did? Well, I found a lot of naked pictures of her, but uh, not from this movie. <laughs> That's before you even knew of this movie. Uh, the other <coughs> one was Donna, who uh, Allison, Allison Hayes was Donna, who played the titular character in Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, which uh, puts her on our list of all-time greats. Yes. But also, and I, I, she died at 47. Very young. Wow. Yes. She had some mysterious illness. She couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. Uh, she had read about lead poisoning. And the symptoms of the people who had lead poisoning were the symptoms she was experiencing. So then she became curious as to, could this be lead poisoning? She had been taking a supplement for a long, long time that she then suspected this might be the cause. She had it tested. It did have high levels of lead. So, uh, she then went to Washington and kicked up a big fuss. And, um, just after she died, they, the FDA stepped in and, and started looking at supplements and what were in them. And, oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, so you can't be poisoned substance, uh, supplements. So we can thank her for that. At least the internet does. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she died of leukemia at 47. That was very sad. Wow. But she had battled with. Uh, this disease for a long, long time. You are Mr. PTS. I I try to um, elevate the conversation. I try to I try to he's, look into it to make up for all the other stupid shit. He's that you're yeah, saying. deep dive, Brian. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 
I do. And uh, also, uh, Siri was Miss Iceland. So she was Icelandic, uh, not Swedish, as perhaps we all had hoped. Well, because her father was the... Sjurgen Bergen Fergen. Fergen Bergen Bergen. <laughs> because, of course, we've made some sandwiches and Coca-Cola. <laughs> so you could have a midnight snack. What the fuck was this guy's Oh, and problem? then you know what? The, uh... The only thing that the jute bird is the word is the word is the bird is the bird is the word. Yeah, yeah. It was the only thing that the jute box played. What an incompetent killer! He can't kill the little girl. He can't kill the old man at the soda the shop. Pops yeah. pops at the soda shop. I you think they were trying to pops. show that he was he was internally like the the drive of the alien possession was couldn't override. He couldn't. He was a good person at heart, so he couldn't fully kill somebody. Because but he was a good pusher. I actually heart. have to admit that scene where they back he backs he's choking the, the, the soda shop guy and he backs one of the jukebox and then the bird comes on. Yeah. That was actually that was an interesting there's a there's a word where the music doesn't match like the, the scene, yes. you know. I I, there, I forget there's a cinematic term for it, but it was like what like the bird is the word and him trying to murder this guy. I actually thought that was kind of creepy. Oh, it was super creepy. And how they did the makeup was uh very creepy. He looks like raccoons. I just I thought he had dark circles under yeah. his eyes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He looked tired. Yeah, it, Batman has that and the too. lighting, but it, the lighting changed. So no matter where you are, the lighting yeah. would change. Yes, so that you're that spooky. Push you the wa- red. You washed out. Push the red. <laughs> so, all right. But so this, not not exactly the worst movie ever. I mean, it wasn't great. It was defensive. Def- definitely belongs on the list, though. Okay, at number at number ten. No, no, no. I said definitely no. belongs on the list. Oh yeah, I mean this is. A, I would have put it in the forties. Yeah. If I was going to put it on, I mean, I you know what I renumbered the whole thing when we're done. When, when we, we're done, we should we should do that. We should renumber the whole thing. Okay, I'm thinking since we star rated everything, oh. I'll go back and we'll rank them our order. Based on the star ratings. Okay. And then that'll, that'll give us the new list or whatever. Wow. It would have been easier if we would have gone, like, uh, out of 50 stars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd give it 47. <laughs> you do the... We'll, but, we'll but, have to hand that over but to then Keith to the do the The problem is you do 47 on something later on. Yeah, and then three, but, but four yeah, more I would later, do 47 and you guys would do, like, 44. Yeah. Or I'd give it a 39. We're going to have to do that next, our next 50. 50 list. We're going to have to give it 50 stars and see where... No, we're not. We're gonna see. Well, if, if each star breaks down to 10, so all the one stars are first 10, the two stars are the next 10. Oh! When you got the halves in there, too, it almost, oh. it almost works out to be 50. Doesn't it? Well, I've got How many five-star movies have we actually... We haven't done this. Okay, so yeah, there's going to be... And there's some that we went, this doesn't even go on the B list. Yes. Yeah, there's going to be the ones that we were going to elevate and those wouldn't be on the list. Yeah, Yeah. remove this or whatever, but that'll give me a project to do this afternoon. So, uh, like you don't have enough to do, but go ahead. It's raining out today. I can't go out and work on my yard or whatever. What what star rating do we give this movie? Oh, my God. Uh, You know what? I'm going to give it a two and a half. I thought it was average. I'll give it two. I'll give it two and a half if I saw the European version, but two. Oh, yeah. Brian would give it five if he saw it. I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say two yeah. and a half just because, like I said, the the the, the scene with the jukebox and the, the bird was pretty creepy. 
All right, that was uh, the crawling hand. Uh, Brian, I, you didn't bring up anything about leverage or how they don't. That have was just any fucking eyes. stupid. You can't. You can't. How does a hand choke somebody? How do you? Uh, uh, the old lady shaking the hand, trying to pull it off her throat, was so fucking stupid. Just stop walking backwards, first of all. Just stop walking backwards. It's and not just remove. Just remove. Or grip the fingers. No, grip yeah. the fingers and pull them apart. Yeah, and then you just, have two hands versus one hand because it has no weight to it. It yeah. has no. Ah, oh, look at it struggle as I hold. Control the thumb. Control the I thumb. I don't know how it leaps. <laughs> I don't know how it leaps at people. Yes. <laughs> Very good finger strength. Something. You know how. Yeah. It's, from, it's like uh, a spider. Yeah. Oh, look. We have traces of it on this shelf, but not on this, this shelf. shelf. Yeah. Or <coughs> the one above it. But look, it goes to the ceiling. How does a man walk on the ceiling, Doc? <laughs> How does a man walk on the ceiling? I couldn't have said it any better. Let us know what you think! Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so for this edition of... Sunday afternoon Kung Fu Theater. We have fallen down the hole of movies. <laughs> and the literal translation is public security. Oh. But uh, we watched the third installment of the detect- Young Detective D uh, films, and that is Detective D and the Four Heavenly Kings, once again directed by Sui Hark, written by Chen Kuo Fu and Sui Hark, and starring uh, Mark Chow. William Fang, Kenny Lin, Ethan Wan, Sandra Ma, and Karina Lau. And uh, this, I'm glad we left room for the first one. Uh, you know, when we start rated the first one, this is my favorite so far. Is it? Is it? This, Brian, we had watched one where you were like, man, this is live action anime. Yeah. And this really was like all the, the little the sorcerer people. Yes. And the, the, the faceless and warriors yes. and stuff like that, and the ninjas and stuff. The fucking the the magicians were wicked cool in this. I I thought the the oh, like the old lady who yes. could like burst in the flames like that was like right out of an anime, dude. I thought oh that was God, super yes. cool. So yeah, you've got uh, you've got Detective D. Um, the Empress uh, is trying to assume her full power. He has got the dragon taming mace. She um. Has uh, Feng Xiaofeng, uh, Yu Chi, uh, Detective D's friend in the Golden Guards, basically say, I need this mace back because he's going to screw up my, you know, intentions of ruling China or whatever. Hires the, uh, the I forget the, 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 the uh, magician's tribe or whatever, but uh, there's some really cool, uh, and it's all kind of... Uh, Illusions and stuff like that, and, and misdirection, and, and literally like magic tricks. Yes, yes. Um, like it, it mass hypnosis. Mass hypnosis with the 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 one uh, the wind warriors out of India and the faceless master or whatever. Um, there's some really cool like uh, kaiju's probably like almost like characters from like demons from Chinese mythology or something like that like they, they all have like eyes and they're like muscles yeah. and stuff like that there's a giant there's a giant white monkey which is pretty cool I'm really liking and, I, and it dawned on me that that uh his sidekick uh Shoutao Zong the doctor yeah. is literally his Dr. Watson oh yeah it, it, it finally oh. dawned on me okay. that this is Dr. <laughs> Watson I thought I said that before but maybe not yeah 
Um, he does, uh, there's some, uh, he has a Mission Impossible style mask in, in this one. Just like, just like Sherlock. Just like, just like Sherlock Holmes, he's a master of disguise and stuff like that. I mean, like, uh, this was almost like, this had like kind of an Avengers feel to it, to me. I mean, it was, it, it was like really epic scale and. I'm, uh, I'm way digging this whole Detective D thing. I am, uh. The interesting thing is they consider this the trilogy. We've watched the trilogy now of uh, the three films that we watched. Yes. And we actually watched them in the order that they're suggested that they be watched in. Right. Yeah, because this, this one, the last one led into this one. Yeah. So. No, there's a lot more. Yeah, there, there's a TV series. Yeah, there's 38 films, a TV series. Now, the one thing I'm not... Because like, as much as I like his Dr. Watson, uh-huh. Dr. Watson was the bad guy in the first movie. And I didn't get, like, the, this was my Dr. Watson. It was like, oh, this is some guy I knew, like, in the first movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it didn't strike me as they were super close buddies yes. in the first movie as they are in the, the next, in the, in yeah. the, subs- the, the prequel. Well, there's got to be something that separates them. It, it also, uh, D was in prison for a while. Eight years. Eight, eight years. Eight, so there's eight years separating so we don't know how long they were together before. True. So it, there's 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 things that can explain it. Yeah, I, I thought that too. It's like when I realized in the second movie that that was the guy from the first. I'm like, wait, what? But yeah, and now they're even closer. But even as close as they are, Detective Z works by himself, more or less. Yeah. The, the Watson yes. Watson characters off on his own adventures too. With the, with the, what's Are we name? considering the Watson character to be uh, the Doctor or the Doctor? The Golden Guy. Not the Golden Guy. No, that, if that, anything, that's, it, that's your, uh, the Golden Guy is Lestrade. Lestrade, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. he's the official, the official he's guy. Part of, yes. yes. Part of the police. Yes. Who, who's friends with Holmes or yeah. D. Yeah. yeah that's okay. what I saw him as. Okay. No. Except that he's always sent in to betray him. By the well, Empress. but he also wouldn't have done it unless you know he's one disobeying your Empress is pretty much a bad thing. Yeah. yeah, but but when he when she said, well, he won't be punished or anything. That's only that's when he agreed. Right. Before that, he yeah, and then like when the the sort the magicians try to like poison him, he's like, whoa, 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 we were supposed to take the mace. We we're supposed to kill him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they were like, no, we're gonna kill him because we're bad guys. We're bad guys, and we're going to kill him because that's what we do. We want to get paid. Because we're bad guys. (laughs) We're bad guys. Now, (laughs) we are the. But they weren't even the bad, bad guys. Oh, they weren't even the baddest guys. Yeah, that was the interesting thing. I thought was that they they were like weren't even the baddest of the bad guys. There was the entire. They they seemed like con men. Yeah, they were. They they they, they were except for uh, Granny Blowup. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Well, she, she was part of the whole yeah. conspiracy. She was part of the whole conspiracy. And she played it really well when she got like fried. She, oh what yeah. What is this? Why is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they trap her in like the, you know the cage. Should have thought. No, when she gets fried by the golden dragon. Yeah. yeah you should have thought. Hey, she's a she's a she's a flame person. That that could be faked. I didn't even see that coming. I didn't because I was so enraptured by the. Golden dragon. The, well, I liked when the dragon caught magician guy who sprung up in the yes. air. Yes. And then just fucking chewed him up. Well, broke his bones. Because he was a wooden dragon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that... I, 
That whole scene, I had... I, I get the whole mass hypnosis <clears throat> thing. Well, that's... Yeah, the little things on their back. <laughs> Green waves. Yeah. Shoot out, and everyone's like, whoa... <laughs> I don't even know what the green waves are. But if you could sell that today. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's and get those Dispensaries kind of, for that yeah. shit. Yeah. Get those kind of fucking reactions. You just put dark room with the I was a whirly ball. completely fascinated, and I wondered why nobody had ever thought of this before. The bladed Captain America shields. I was yeah. like, why wasn't there an evil version of Captain America <laughs> with an, an edged shield like that that was crazy there was uh there was a lot of crazy shit in all the fights oh, the, the guy with those two half moon oh that things. was with the bat that's the, those things were like insane and, and it, like yeah he could chuck them and then like yeah. like disappear and then yeah. come back yeah, like yeah. boomerang back like out of nowhere and stuff yeah. that was really cool yeah that's that that was the actually the guy where i was like that's an anime character yeah. and i it loved like a pirate. Uh, yeah. the water moon oh yeah or moon water, water moon. I think. Water moon. I thought moon, it was. moon water. Moon water. Oh, it was moon water. You're always wrong. Should know. Yeah, we should have. Uh, moon water. Uh, that was a great character. And I, I had uh, some it, funny sequences. With, yes, with, with the doctor. With the doctor, they they were a great kind of comedic couple. But she also had like that cloak that like she could just disappear with and stuff. That was really well done. Yeah, she yeah. was fucking great. Uh, yeah, uh, the whole thing, the whole battle at the end yeah. was just. Are you kidding me? They had the splooshy eyes and the tongue thing. Yeah. That, okay, and the, the little sponges with tentacles. Yes. <laughs> just just covered up. Just the amount of shit. The giant million-eyed guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them making the uh, the Indian gods come to life yeah. was fucking cool. Um, the flying bat thingies, dragons that knock yeah. people over. and That weren't actually there. That weren't actually there, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the big white ape. For CU, or what was his name? It wasn't CU. <laughs> CU, but it could have been. It, it was. <laughs> I see you. I see you. It was. It literally spelled out like C E U, like yeah. in the English translation. But I'm sure it was pronounced a different way. But say you. that was. My, if I had one argument, it was almost like, like the main characters didn't overcome the threat. It was like, well, we had to go get this Buddhist monk who's got this totally holy. Well, guy. they couldn't. Who's basically Avatar, and the monkey was uh, the. Giant flying dog thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they couldn't. They could not overcome that. Well, they had the sutra, though. But the sutra only gave them so much. And and, and you had to remember to say it. Because remember the one guy who was Couldn't all fucked up. Words, yeah. I don't have the sutra. Give me the sutra. I didn't memorize it. And and uh, I never chanted it before. And so they gave it to him. And he was fucking not. And he ended up uh, living. I don't know how. But because he was a comedy guy. But it also was... It was the not fighting that actually beat the the guy. It was a non-aggression. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the big ball of flame or uh, big ball of uh, swords. swords. That that again was cast on him and and reflected back to him. So it was. Yeah, yeah. The whole dude put that put that that hand vertical in front of your face and you are fucking Zen master, dude, right there. Oh yeah, no, not even close. <laughs> Uh, I like the big ape. <laughs> I like the big ape. Who doesn't ape. like big white apes? Uh, what did it remind me of? There was a... Remind me of, remind me of what man ape used to wear. Uh, what was the the one with Rock, uh, with Dwayne Johnson? Rampage. Rampage. That was based off the video game? Yes. 
No, there was a cartoon <laughs> with a, a white cartoon. ape. Yeah, white monkey. It wasn't an ape. It was a monkey. Okay. But it reminded me of that. Um, uh, you know what? I dig these. I dig these because they're, it's, uh, they encounter these supernatural elements that then they just debunk. Yeah, yeah, they Scooby Doo them. Yeah, yeah. They, yes. Well, it's they, like Scooby Doo. Emperor's like talking to the faceless one that's not there. Oh, wasn't that a great <laughs> yeah, fucking? Yeah. That was that whole thing was awesome. He died two years ago, and yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah. <gasps> uh, I did anyway. I don't know <laughs> what thought, you guys did. Uh, no, uh, the uh, the leader of the magicians had like four arms. Yes, yeah. and it was sort of like I was expecting, like, oh, there's going to be somebody tucked behind him. Didn't his, you see that scene? No, and then they showed like he had like fake arms. Yeah, and I was, like, thinking, arms like, underground. It's like, and I was thinking like, oh, it would be like they would be like tied to his like thing. like marionettes like tied to his wrist or something like yeah. that. I thought that but, was cool. And then like he conjures up the storm, but it's actually like the 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 firecracker old lady like yeah, throwing yeah, like yeah. fireworks into the thing for the lightning and stuff. I thought that I mean, it's it's you have to completely suspend your disbelief oh. on this because oh, like it, it's. Basically, Ringmaster's Circus of... Yeah. Cirque du Soleil meets... Crime Circus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there is a comic book element to it. Very much. But the, the, the Scooby-Doo... Uh, oh, those Madeline kids. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I like is Sherlock Holmes aspect. Yeah. Where, where D is, like, put, putting it all together. And when you put it together, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you could have figured yeah. that out. Yeah. No, you couldn't. No, you... Uh, never. Never. Uh, and the way that they could just leap over buildings and shit... You know what? It's got all the elements that I like, which are fun. Yes, it's a lot of wire food. Yes, and I'm digging it. I dig it, and the the fucking maze with the yeah, the the like the little cog on well, it, or yeah. you spin it, you could break anything even with it. Even the general guy or whatever, he, what's his name? The the, the golden Yuchi. Uh, he actually accidentally hits it when he goes up, and then all of a sudden, like yes, it isn't like he went plated off the the. Big oh yeah, when he's fighting the guy he, with the big yeah, axes just or whatever. By and it's funny and like, holy shit, this thing. Um, so uh, the Empress is the only character that's in all three movies. Yes, everyone else is changed by the third movie, except for her. She's much hotter with eyebrows. I'm gonna give you that. She's a pretty uh, attractive uh, lady a, of age. When yeah, she, when she's seducing them. Ooh, but it's not her. When the who knows what? Oh yeah, the granny yeah. blow up. Um, yeah. Granny blow up the blow up granny. Blow up granny. But uh, <coughs> I think she was named Gray. There was a movie that she had made in the '90s called Days of Wild. I think it was called Days of Wild. Uh, Days of Being Wild. Days of Being Wild. She was actually uh, kidnapped by a gang and tortured. For, yeah, like for reals. For real. For real. And then pictures of that surfaced like 10 years later on some uh, film magazine printed them. And yeah, and uh, and so she came out and talked about it. It was an actual, yeah, it was an actual Jesus incident. No, she came out and talked about it and, and explained what had happened. And um, yeah, they just shut that magazine down. It was gone. But uh, yeah, I mean, how terrible. But she, uh, she made it through and she's... Uh, she kept acting, and but what a what a you wow. don't expect that. Yeah, you don't Why expect. Why is no movie on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe just out of respect for her, because she's a well-respected actress. I know. And, yeah. 
But I, but yeah, I mean, you could do it tastefully. Yeah. You know, to, as a warning. It's a it's a story. It's a true story. Yeah. yeah. It's a heroin story. Heroin. Yeah. No, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Wow. Way to bring it down, Brian. Well, you know what I want to tell you that he, these people are people. They're not just the, characters the on the screen. He's king today. These are people who are actual. They have lives. All right. They well, love. They bleed. I think this is the best out of the three so far. Review, yes. <laughs> We're not done. Where are we going from We're here? We're not right? done with Detective D. We got another one. We're doing another one. I've already checked and we can find it and it's... Alright, well, anticipation of the next Detective D. What did we think of this one? Because I thought this was a four and a half star uh, movie. You know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. I really I, liked it. I really it. dug this I one. I really liked it. I can't remember what I gave you the first one. You said, I think you gave it four stars because you said you want to see what comes next. Yes, I would give this four stars and two. I still like the first one. I like the 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 lack of all the, the, the mystical stuff in the first one better. It's more a, a detective Grounded. thing. So, All right, well, our adventures with Detective D, and we didn't call him Dr. D once this, this time. Uh, well, we'll we continue. <laughs> Stick with us. Spoiler alert. All right, so we've been following along with the latest Star Wars offering on the Disney app, and that is The Mandalorian, and we just watched Episode 7 of Season 3, which is entitled The Spies. Da-da-da! So, yes, in the worst-kept secret ever, Moff Gideon has returned. Da-da-da! There is a shadow council of the, the remaining Imperial guys. There was a couple of kind of cool Easter egg cameo-type things there. Da-da-da. So you've got... Um, uh, this the guy was the father of the Hux in the three latest Star Wars movies, uh-huh. like General uh, Admiral Hux or whatever. He played played by the guy's brother, <laughs> and then um, the the one that I had to look up, but it was done by podcast favorite. The actor was Xander Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Is is it Captain Paleon? Paleon or something? Paleon, I believe. And he's he's like the I top. Love his bicycle. He looks fucking. Just exactly like the comic book, exactly. And uh, well, he's he's uh, Thrawn's like right hand man, right hand man, right. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a bunch of uh, so they have the basically oh well yes we can consolidate our power if only the Mandalorians don't get in my way. So I need extra fighters and uh, some Praetorian guardsmen to protect me from the Mandalorians. Asks uh, Moff Gideon. Yes. Should they actually play this the way it should be? That Beskar that was in his ship should have been planted by him to, to set so he can go, look, they even attacked this ship. I was thinking about that. Because, again, there's no way a, a random piece of Beskar is somewhere. So it had to be planted, and it's a great way to get them to come over to you to present the Mandalorian as a... I But all the... Okay, so, the, so the, of course, they go to... You know, the, the Mandalorians go to Mandalore... And uh, they're going to retake the Great Forge or whatever. And, of course, Moff Gideon is, like, set up shop there. He's got Beskar Stormtroopers, who are kind of patterned after the Mandalorians. But they die like regular Stormtroopers. They get hit by something. Uh, and then God, were, did I think that was stupid as shit. They were yeah. God, that was stupid. They were shooting him in, like, the, the joint. Like, they, they were shooting him in, like, the neck where the helmet met the... The breastplate or whatever. God, that was stupid. They showed him get shot a bunch of times. Garth, 
Moff Gideon coming down in the fucking Darth Maul armor. God, that was stupid. Well, let's see that. We've got Brian's opinion on wow. this. Uh, but yes, uh, so... The, the replacement ruinator. Go. <laughs> when did that shit ever pop up? When did fucking stormtroopers in Beskar <clears throat> armor ever pop well, up? No, that's what he's saying. He's doing the Thrawn thing where he's stealing. He said, I, I'm taking the best out of the cloners and the Jedi and the Mandalorians to make my ultimate Imperial army or whatever. He's, God, that was stupid. What is it? He's, he's culturally appropriating <laughs> Star Wars shit. Yeah. God, that was stupid. He's gentifying. Okay, so no, okay, but uh, back to what you were saying, Keith. I actually think the the Beskar stormtroopers busted um, Moff Gideon off of the ship. One of them got you know got shot or got hit or something. And a piece Beskar of their... can withstand lightsabers. How's a little blast from one of these things going to do anything? Again, to what about explosive decompression? What about a thermal? There was no body parts. It's just one piece of. There would be yeah, something. See the entire. There'd be something. The... Okay, if the guy had a Beskar outfit in, there'd be pieces everywhere if it blew up. They didn't clean up all everyone, and we missed this one. No, it was planted there so he could ask, could go... Brandon, what do you want? If it was due to the explosive decompression, it would have flown outwards, not inwards. He's because right, the Bente. air from the inside of the ship... Here's an idea. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking suspend your disbelief and ha- enjoy fucking watching the show. Okay. I, I, no, I, no, I, no, no, no. I was enjoying it if this, is, if this was planted by... Get- uh, Moff then, Gideon to get then enjoy get it the, more by saying that it was planted by Moff Gideon because he's got a ton of Beskar scrap laying he around. He does. He made the stormtroopers Beskars. He's got. Could it. you at least give me a horseshack? Ooh, 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 Mr. Connor, Mr. Connor. <laughs> oh, yes, Brian. What would you ooh, like to say? Ooh. Okay, so they've already established that most of the Mandalorians have bastardized Beskar armor. It's not Beskar. It's Beskar mixed with aluminum and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, aluminum and shit. Uh, aluminium, as they call it in the Empire. Uh, so, Adidas. Yeah. There's clear, Adidas. I just discovered there's actually now clear aluminum like they had in Star Trek Three. Seriously? Yeah. I was I, I saw that I, I fucking I saw it online, I'm like, this is bullshit. I looked it up. It's fucking real. <coughs> it's super million you know, like a million dollars a square foot or whatever, but it's real. Huh. Right on. But uh so they they've already established that. So whatever, um, so they just duct tape their pieces of Beskar together. No, but but it, a blaster shot hitting that armor would blow it up, and it would still read Beskar because there's Beskar in it. But, uh, but be it's not going to be. Fragment. It's not. It's not going to be like Jin, uh, Din Djarin's where he has a hundred percent pure Beskar that he has. Most of the ones we see in the show do not. There, it's it's mixed with aluminum and shit. Uh, when did they state this? It's in the show. I don't remember. Yeah, that. she talks about the the Beskar being uh, not a hundred percent. It's Beskar mixed with shit because most people can't get Beskar pure Beskar, especially after the fall of Mandalore. Now that we've established that, so it could be blown off on whatever. But we also know that by the title, by the very the very title of the show, the title in itself gives us the clue when it says the spies. Z. The Z. We gotta go with the Z. Okay. Because the Z means that there's more than one. We know of one. We know of one and she's annoying. She annoys me. 
and that's uh, whoever chick. You Ooh. think the armorer? It's either the armorer or uh, what's his name, Max Wolves, or is, right. the, is the second one, and that's the one I think it is. I don't think it's going to be the armorer. Uh, uh, the armorer is too dedicated to the cause. Yeah. I, she could still be a lying bitch trying to, uh, hey, if you do this, if you give me the information, we'll let you guys go and be Mandalorians and shit. Or we'll kill all the other Mandalorians who take their helmets off because they're not real Mandalorians. And oh, okay, well, okay, that's so fine. total, a total, a total fanatic then. Yeah, hmm. so she could be interesting, uh, or she could be uh, Moff Gideon's little sister. We don't know because we have never seen her. Okay. And they're saying she's a brand new character. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Moff Gideon's helmet had horns, not unlike hers. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So, uh, and again, can I just throw out, fucking stupid. Okay. Just stupid. Since we're saying fucking stupid, I have been the champion of fucking Baby Yoda slash Grogu for this entire run. Love him. Cutest fucking thing in character on fucking television. Putting him in the fucking IG-8 robot, fucking the stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen. That was literally done so you could get the fucking remote control, fucking RC car, walking IG-88 with a little baby, so he could go yes and no. And he could go yes and no. That is literally the reason that they did this. That made me laugh. It was fucking stupid. It made me laugh. Now he can get shot, though, and everyone thinks he's dead. I think that... He's got the Bilbo Baggins armor. I know, that's what I'm saying, but it's been like... Four episodes removed. People forget. He's you can't put him in the helmet. Unlike Pedro Pascal, uh, Grogu is way too cute. Obviously, that's all they're saying to Pedro is you're nowhere near as cute as Grogu. Uh, that's why he doesn't have a helmet. Well, he's literally just doing the voice work now. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, they have said his, <coughs> his stuntmen are literally in in the cast. The yeah. guys who, play, who, who wear the suit. Well, they should be. I agree completely. I don't even know that Pedro Pascal is, was there. He was doing The Last of Us. But you know what? Hey, you get a good gig. You just come in, you do the voice work, and you go. Yeah, put on a ball cap and a, and a pair Robert of shorts. Yeah. Jr. Then. Yeah. yeah. Who gives a fuck? But let's throw out... Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Uh, that's right. not important. Well, then we're but, definitely but throwing that out. Yeah. What is important is that whatever that chunk that was missing, that comes from the other spy's armor. Okay. So, was anybody missing it? Did you see anything that was missing? Like a big no. chunk of like their chest plate or something? No. Where you'd go, oh, or Axe Wolves was like holding it over so that you couldn't see it through most of it? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, but what they did point out was that he's he's the one who's been missing from the fights with uh, Moff Gideon. Really? So every time they have a Mandalorian fight with Moff Gideon, he's gone. he's not there. And so. all Katie Sackhoff would say is, there's a reason. I can't tell you why. There's a reason. I can't tell Who you why. What are we talking about? All right. Well, in a... In a just, just to keep moving no, things along... The, the, the person missing. You know the guy she beat up? Yeah. Yeah, him. Okay. They're saying he... The might, guy who likes to fight everyone? Yeah, he's a you know, frat boy. Uh, However, since uh, since we're talking stupid, the uh, the... Deadliest warriors in the galaxy, the Mandalorians, are lured into a trap that a fucking five-year-old would have seen when they discover that the uh, there's the Beskar stormtroopers. They retreat back into their lair, and they're fucking literally retreat back into their lair, and then they're surrounded. And it's like, what? What? Really? 
you know what I would like to see? Because these are like the Spartans of the Star right. Wars universe. It's for them not to get their ass handed to them every time there's a fight. The Mandalorians lose. It's like that. It's like have that you guys? Is, is, is. You're going back to what we talked about. The pirates was just the, you just said the, just the exact opposite about the pirates. Where it's like, well, I, I didn't really have any doubt of the outcome or whatever. These guys were going to kill them or whatever. I didn't think they were going to kill the pirate guy and Smeagol or whatever the his little his little buddy. Tony. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to kill him. I thought that they were going to use him, and I believe that they are using him, that pirate, in the new uh, Young Jedi's animated show. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they brought him to life in this. They killed him. Now you know how he dies. So when you watch that kid show that uh, fucking little kids are going to watch, you can point to it and go, oh, he dies a horrible fucking death at the hands of the Mandalorians on a planet that nobody cares about. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the... Uh, That's the way you sell it. The uh, Mandalorians are lured into a trap. The uh, Moff Gideon, in traditional villainous ways, announces his grand plan. Uh, Paz Vizsla closes the blast doors and sacrifices himself. He was badass. He was a badass in that one. He was uh, badass. It remi- uh, uh, the Praetorian guards were f- they were the only one of the only good things from the the latest three uh, movies or whatever. I thought those guys were really badass and awesome. Yeah. Um, and I have never. Good TV is no, not knowing where things are going to go. I, I'm i not saying this is going to be bad TV, but I know exactly what is now going to happen. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Bo- well, first of all, Din Djarin gets captured. Bo-Katan, this is officially the, the, the Bo-Katan show now. Yeah. Well, she's got to save him because he's She's useless. going to save him. She's going to the mines of fucking Mandalore. You know what's going to happen? And she's going to ride the Mythosaur back through and just defeat their enemies and unite the peoples of Mandalore. She's going to save him, and then they're going to take off their helmets and kiss. No. Before he gets killed. I don't... There's going to be kissing. You think there's going to be kissing? I think there's going to be kissing. Because everybody's uh, standum. I... I would say for Din Djarin, just removing his helmet, because... There was the whole one where they go to the farm planet and it was the idyllic farm planet and he, they're like, oh, you should retire and you should take your helmet off in front of this lady that really obviously kind of likes you. And so I think that just the simple act of like Din Djarin will take off his helmet in front of Bo-Katan and that will be a, 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 enough of, of, of a, a romantic gesture on his part that they, they're not going to kiss. He broke his vow for her. He'll break his vow for her. They're going to kiss. Maybe they will. They're going to kiss. Be there will be some mythosaur there, riding in the be, next episode. There is gonna, you know what? I don't think so. No, I think they're gonna save mythosaur riding for the movie. Yeah, what's IG twelve gonna do? IG twelve is cool. It's gonna say yes and no an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. In that, I have shot a, a, a shot yet. No, because he's able to pick up guns, and so there's gonna be a pew 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 pew, pew battle with it's fucking be Grogu and guns, and, and Grogu's gonna get sick and throw up. Oh, wouldn't that it's be, be funny? Because he eats too much shit all the time And then he throws up the frog eggs that everybody had a problem with him eating. Yeah. And they grow up. Cookies and everything. (laughs) And they become frogs again. And they overpower the... Yeah, and that's what stops the uh, fucking stupid Moff Gideon. Oh, look at it. We got a Moff Gideon now a action figure. Oh, yeah. That looks like Baron Carza (coughs) from Micronauts. Yes! (laughs) Wow, Yes! Just a little bit more red spots all over. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly him. He 
was one of my favorites, too. Mm. I liked him, too, in The Micronauts, as drawn by Michael Golden, but not in Moff Gideon land. Well, no, they, they did. So there's another iteration of a Stormtrooper. They can put a regular action figure out and a Black Series action figure out and make them for the Lego sets. And, uh... Oh, jetpacked Stormtroopers. Yay. Wasn't that stupid? Then they, then they can hit their heads on higher doors. Wasn't that stupid? The whole I actually thought. I, I actually thought that more Mandalorians are coming. No, they're stormtroopers. I actually thought that was kind of clever. I actually, th- I, I was like, I, Gideon has t- ruled the planet before he knows like the, <coughs> the 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 advantages of Beskar steel and stuff like that. He's literally there where he can have Imperials, the Imperial uh, leftovers, like mine it and stuff. I thought it was a pretty clever Bond villain uh, move there, but but I'll give you that. It was very Moonraker. I'll uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, still, I, I I'd like to see the Mandalorians actually win a battle. I mean, it's like they're they really... have to set up the they have to set up the drama so they can be triumphant at the end of the season. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, and uh. Oh, and then Din Djarin will be the Mandalorian queen. I forgot to say this was the penultimate episode of the season. <laughs> Thank God. That's what was missing. And it was. So, are we excited for the finale? Are we... I'm kind of excited this could be over. But... Yeah. I. There's been parts that have been really good during the series, but there's... It... Overall, it hasn't. There's been a lot of talk like this isn't must watch TV anymore. I no, mean, for no. me, it is because I really enjoy it. But there's a lot of fans who are like, "Eh, this there's something happened where this ain't as good as it used." The one thing I can think of is it's less the man with no name. You know, yes. it's it's less of the 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 western. It's less of the Dinjarns. The... the man with no name joined the cavalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the man with no name in a John Wayne movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just uh... <laughs> What the fuck's going on? Great, we got Keith we got Keith brains leaking out of his ears. Uh it is not must watch. Uh but I still <coughs> think I think the series has been good. I really do think the series has been good. I, I think that they did some stupid with I'm tired of Moff Gideon. I'm just tired of him. Uh, I actually... Did they even need a big bad in this series? Did they need Did they need that? They did, because if you're going to retake Mandalore, you have to retake it from somebody, don't, they, don't you? No. You've got you've to gotta reclaim it after it's been considered a dead, cursed world. So but you've there's got no, this I mean, whole... there's, is, is man versus nature more excited than man versus man? You know what I'm saying? Right. My curiosity, are they setting up for... Moff Gideon going against Thrawn. That's what it is. That that's what it seems like. This was a setup for that whole council. Where where's Thrawn? We keep hearing about Thrawn, but he's nowhere. Yeah. You know, I actually thought that was a setup for Ahsoka. It is. It is. It is. But but it's but also, it's also getting Gideon against. Yeah, Gideon's going to go against Thrawn. Because Thrawn is the leader of everything, and that's where Gideon thinks he should be, since he's led Mandalore, and he's lead, he's actually the one setting up all this this. And and they the at least stormtroopers and shit. Um, how Moff Gideon got the dark saber, 
Yes. Because that made sense. I liked the Mandalorians that stayed behind on that fucking ship. That was cool. I felt bad that they all died, like, right away. Because I was like, oh, Bo-Katan, man, you're like a harbinger of doom. You came in, killed the show, you killed the fucking guys, you... Oh, man, you killed Mandalore. You, you've done nothing good in your life. Why are you alive? She's going to ride the Mythosaur. She's going to ride the Mythosaur. That'll, that'll make up for all wrongs. Or, or Din Djarin will. Mm. Baby, yeah, they could give you show Yoda back. Baby Yoda. He'll touch his head. There's precedent there with the rancor in Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh. And, and... Uh, Ahsoka Rad rode the big saber tooth tiger, baby, when she was a baby. Yeah. So in, in Grogu the, yeah. riding the mythosaur as a baby Grogu, baby it's a Yoda. little thing controlling the biggest thing. All right, there's a lot of speculation here. I personally am looking forward to it. We got one more episode to go. Stick with us on this one. Becomes the leader of the Mandalores. The Three Old Geeks are now on YouTube. Check us out there, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you can't find us, stop by our Facebook page to get a link. And while you're there, drop us a line and let us know what you think of the podcast. Tune in next week, same geek time, on all your favorite apps for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening, and hey, keep on geeking on.